0: Welcome to Current Radio's People Station. Please enjoy today's selection of news. So Sarah, you know how we've been talking about what we're doing for Thanksgiving?
1: Oh yes, the big turkey debate.
0: What's your... Well, I was just reading about Travis Kelsey's plans. He's going to be on his own in Missouri, feasting on KFC.
1: KFC for Thanksgiving? That's a new one. But hey, to each their own. I know his brother Jason invited him to Pennsylvania for the holiday.
0: Yes, he did. And did you know the Kelsey family usually had pork chops for Thanksgiving? Not big turkey fans, apparently.
1: Pork chops? That's definitely different. But it sounds like they had a fun tradition of playing pickup football at a local elementary school.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of football, Travis Kels was pretty candid about his performance lately. He said he's not playing his best football right now, and it's really bothering him.
1: That's tough, but it's good to hear he's not pointing fingers and that the team is still tight-knit. It's important to stick together
0: during these times. Definitely. And speaking of sticking together, did you hear about the Friendsgiving the Chiefs had?
1: I did. Sounds like a great way to celebrate as a team. Now about this Taylor Swift connection.
0: Oh, yes. Apparently Travis plays better when she's in the stands, but she's currently on tour in South America, so no luck there.
1: Well, maybe he can play her music in the background while he's having his KFC
0: feast. That's one way to bring some Swift magic to Thanksgiving. From unconventional Thanksgiving plans and the magic of Taylor Swift, let's now move to the silver screen. As we all know, roles in Hollywood can be as diverse as a Thanksgiving dinner table. Speaking of which, one acclaimed actor is taking on a role that's a far cry from his previous action-packed roles. This time, he's stepping into the shoes of a legendary musician and conductor, and it seems he's immersing himself in the role, both on and off the set. Stay tuned as we delve into the details of this exciting new film project. So, Bradley Cooper, our very own American sniper, has a new role. He's playing Leonard Bernstein in the film Maestro.
1: Oh yes. And apparently he's taking the role quite seriously. He's spending Thanksgiving with Bernstein's children.
0: In Connecticut, right? Where they shot some of the film
1: scenes. Exactly. And he even wore their father's bathrobe for the scenes. Talk about method acting.
0: That's dedication. I mean, he did admit to Colbert that he's always been fascinated with conducting. Even as a kid, he'd pretend to conduct to Tom and Jerry cartoons.
1: I heard about that. And he spent six years preparing for this role, studying Bernstein's work and spending time with the Philadelphia Orchestra
0: and the New York Philharmonic. That's some serious commitment. And Bernstein, he was a legend. The first U.S.-born conductor to lead a major American symphony orchestra, won 16 Grammy Awards, 7 Emmys, 2 Tonys, wrote numerous classical music works, scored movies like On the Waterfront,
1: and hosted the CBS series Young People's Concerts for many years. He was a true maestro.
0: The movie also explores his complicated love life. Carrie Mulligan plays his wife, Felicia Montalegre. The trailer shows Bernstein's relationship with Monte Alegre and her advice on his music, but it also hints at Bernstein's double life as a gay man.
1: Cooper described the experience as thrilling. He said it didn't feel like acting, more like channeling these people.
0: That's the mark of a good actor, isn't it? To disappear into the character so completely that you forget your acting. From a tale of cinematic dedication to a story of secret family joy, let's move on to our next piece. In the world of glitz and glamour, sometimes privacy is the most precious commodity, and it seems one celebrity couple has managed to keep a very special secret under wraps. Let's dive into this intriguing story. So Sarah, have you heard about Paris Hilton and her husband Carter Rome's little secret?
1: Oh, you mean their secret baby, Phoenix? Yes, I have. It's quite a story. Apparently, it was all Paris's idea to keep the birth under wraps.
0: Exactly, and Carter was all for it. He said his initial inclination was to share the joy with his family, but he understood Paris's need for privacy. It's quite unusual, I'd say. And it wasn't just the public they kept in the dark. Even her
1: own family didn't know. Can you imagine that, Alex?
0: It's hard to, honestly. They even had a plan in case anyone spotted them at the hospital with Phoenix. They were going to pretend he was their nephew. Talk about commitment to a secret.
1: And when she finally told her family, her mom, Kathy Hilton, She had no idea until Phoenix was over a week old.
0: Can you imagine the surprise? I bet that was a moment to remember. But you know, Sarah, it's nice to see a celebrity taking control of their narrative, especially when it comes to their family.
1: Absolutely, Alex. And we'll get to see more of this in the upcoming season of Paris in Love on Peacock.
0: From one mother's secret baby reveal to another's candid motherhood confessions, the world of celebrity parenting never ceases to intrigue us. As we leave the glitz of Hollywood behind, let's cross the Atlantic to the royal corridors of the United Kingdom, where another new mom is opening up about her experiences. She might be a royal, but her struggles and joys of motherhood are as real as any. Stay tuned as we delve into this heartwarming story next. Princess Eugenie, granddaughter of Queen Elizabeth, recently got candid about her life as a mother of two on the Table Manners podcast.
1: Oh, that's interesting. What did she have to say?
0: Well, she mentioned the societal pressure to shake baby weight after giving birth. She admitted that she finds it really difficult to lose the baby weight, and it's something that really bothers her.
1: That's a real issue for many women, not just royals. Society really does put a lot of pressure on new moms to immediately bounce back to their pre-pregnancy bodies.
0: Absolutely. And Eugenie also discussed the pressure of growing up in the spotlight and the media scrutiny of her looks, which she says has caused issues for her.
1: That must be tough. But on a lighter note, I heard she shared some fun details about her family life.
0: Yes, she did. The family now splits their time between the UK and Portugal, which Eugenie describes as a dream. She enjoys the anonymity that comes with living in Portugal, where she can go to the supermarket without attracting attention.
1: Sounds like a refreshing change from the constant scrutiny in the UK. But how about the kids? How are they adjusting to the new lifestyle?
0: Well, Eugenie says her sons have inherited her ability to sleep well, even at their young age. She joked that she could win an Olympic medal in sleeping.
1: That's a blessing for any parent.
0: Indeed. And speaking of her children, Eugenie shared that she doesn't plan to send her sons to boarding school until they're at least 13, despite her husband Jack Brooksbank having gone to boarding school at 8.
1: That's a big decision. It's always interesting to see how royals navigate parenting.
0: Definitely. And speaking of schooling, there's been some buzz about where Prince William and Kate Middleton will send Prince George for his schooling.
1: That's right. The ten-year-old future king has been spotted looking at Eton College, where Prince William and Prince Harry attended. But Marlborough may also be a contender, as both Princess Eugenie and Princess Kate attended the school.
0: It's certainly a decision that will be watched closely by royal observers. But for now, let's just hope that all these royal children are enjoying their childhood.